Welcome to another episode, ladies and gentlemen, of the Ambitious Hipster. My name is John Warren, and I got a jam-packed episode here for you today. We're going to get to some things, and at the end of the show today, I got an announcement, an exciting announcement. We're actually changing time slots um, starting next week. All of that to come later in the show. I'm also going to be talking about wrestling here today on the program as well, which will kind of lead into what I'm about to announce at the end of the show. Uh, big things happening, really excited about them. Uh, first and foremost, though, I have to uh, apologize to my audience. I'm not one to lie, and I'm not one to make promises that I can't keep. Um, a couple weeks ago, I said I was going to start a wrestling podcast, and I really haven't fulfilled that. If you've seen my channel, um, some things came up and I just haven't been able to commit to it and something along those lines. And then my mic ended up breaking and I had to get a new mic. So that's why um, I didn't upload an episode a couple weeks ago of even the Ambitious Hipster. Um, so starting soon, we are going to be doing a combination of things more to come on that later but i also want to talk about is i said last week i was going to have a guest on here uh, a good friend of mine named chris and he was going to talk about his podcast coming up and his gaming channel and certain things like that well unfortunately um things did not happen that way and he is not on the program today and unfortunately will not be on the program at all um, it sucks. Um, I'm one of these people though, that I am upfront and I'm honest. And so I'm not going to just play it off. Like it just never happened. Um, just, we just couldn't come to an agreement on how we wanted to present, um, his segment and something like that. So maybe one day he'll be on the show. Um, who knows? Uh, definitely, definitely, um, a possibility. Um, but you can check out his gaming channel um, live, I think, on YouTube. He, I think it's called, oh my god, I can't even remember now. <laughs> um, I will have it linked below in this episode if you guys want to take a chance and uh, check it out. If not, that's totally fine too. Um, big things happening though. Um, we're a week out from Christmas almost. Or no, wait, shit. No, Christmas is this uh, this Friday. Anyway, <laughs> we're two days outside of Christmas. Um, really excited. Um, it's 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 a good year. I got five days off coming up, so I plan on recording, um, chilling with my animals, and just kind of working out and doing doing that. Um, one of the things I found, I didn't know I loved so much. That I just, I, I absolutely actually even hated doing it, um, was going to the thrift store. Um, I went there with Christine, who was on episode two, I think, um, on Sunday. And it was something that I didn't know I loved until I did it. I absolutely love going to a thrift store. It just, it's an, it's, it's an exciting thing. Um, I got a couple cool little outfits. Um, found some shirts that were great quality, um, just really all around good stuff. And yeah, it's just one of my 
I actually, I think I'm going to make it a part of my actual weekly routine of like actually going thrifting. Um, just because people tend to throw away things that they don't need to. It's just, it's insane. It's insane how we take things for granted. Um, it's just, it's absolutely insane how we can just throw away things that mean so less to us, but yet when we bought them, we had to have them. So, but yet now that we got the new flavor of the month, we just toss it aside. Like it's just nothing. And it's just, it's, it's crazy. Um, but it also goes into what I love. One of my loves and that's fashion. Um, something that I didn't really know, um, about myself is how much I actually loved clothes and stuff like that. And I know that sounds uh, goofy coming from a man, but I absolutely love the idea of dressing nice and just different fashion. And I really think that I, I didn't really clue into that in my 20s or my teens, obviously. Um, but it's really hit me hard in my 30s is how much I love fashion and how much I love, like how I've just come into my own with certain elements and how being yourself is so key in this world. Um, and that you shouldn't be anything but yourself, uh, because if somebody doesn't love you for who you are, then they're not worth being in your life. It's as simple as that. Um, but it's given me some confidence and it's given me comfort in my own skin in, in a way. And I, I, I'm a little embarrassed to admit this on um, my broadcast here, but I have over 50 pairs of shoes, and I absolutely love it. Um, Chuck Taylor's Converse, all-time favorite shoe. Um, absolutely love the design, everything about that shoe. And they kind of have some dress shoes and some boots and, you know, um, a couple sneakers, those types of things. But, I mean, I just absolutely love the idea of just having these things. And don't get me wrong, I'm not a shopaholic or anything. But, I mean, at the same time, I think I don't drink, I don't smoke, I don't party, I don't do any drugs or anything that harms my body in that aspect. So, I mean, if I'm, what's the difference between somebody spending $30 on a case of beer to go and party with his friends and me just buying a shirt, you know what I mean? I don't see the difference at all. Um, at least this shirt's not a waste of my money. I'm actually going to get my $30 out of it. So that's how I kind of see that. Um, yeah, and I mean, if somebody's going to give you a hard time for liking clothes and liking fashion and stuff like that, they don't really need to be in your life anyways. I mean, people, and I've noticed this because I do get a lot of looks. Um, just because of my stature and the size of me, I'm 244 pounds. Um, I, I'm very bull-legged. I go to the gym quite often, so I'm not what you would technically see dressed in, I guess you would call it hipster. I said this is the ambitious hipster. Um, so the fashion of a hipster, I guess. You definitely wouldn't see somebody of my stature dressed like that. And my whole thing is... The reason why somebody looks at you in that aspect is because they're jealous of you. They're, it, anybody that sits there and points and looks at you and goes, Haha, look at that fucking guy, is jealous because he wants to be wearing what you're wearing and he doesn't feel comfortable 
enough to wear what you're wearing. It's as simple as that. Nobody who is comfortable with themselves and is confident in themselves is going to look at another person and bring them down. It's as simple as that. Nobody, nobody that is successful is going to look at somebody that's unsuccessful and go, that's trying to become successful and go, what a piece of shit. Only unsuccessful people who have failed will do that. And you don't need those people in your life anyway, so fuck them. Um, one thing, though, that did happen this week that just grinded my goddamn gears. Um, so I am a little bit of a backstory here. I am an executive chef in a restaurant uptown. And <laughs> this pandemic has definitely rocked our industry hard. Um, but one of the things I've realized that's a huge issue and I'm going to go on a little bit of a rant here, so please bear with me, is boomers. Boomers, I swear to God, are the worst generation that there's ever existed on this planet. I cannot stand baby boomers at all. At fucking all. A little bit of a backstory here, um, and I'll give you some stories as well. Uh, but... My hate for baby boomers goes very deep uh, to a lot of jobs, actually. I started as a dishwasher in this little Chinese restaurant in, in the, my shithole, buttfuck nowhere town that only 7,000 people live and is just filled with baby boomers who are just so entitled it is just, it makes your skin crawl of how entitled they are and how they just think that you should just walk on water for them. It's just insane. But anyways, I work at a very nice establishment. I'm not going to say because obviously um, I don't, I'm just not going to. But I get this call today and this lady wants 10 bowls of soup. And the soup that I'm serving has ingredients in it that are fairly expensive. So it's $21 a bowl. And she absolutely refuses to fucking pay for it. And she goes off and off and off and off. I'm saying how she can't pay this much and how she doesn't want this and she doesn't want that and she doesn't want this. And you're trying to explain this lady. Look, lady, I don't give a fuck what you don't want. This is how much it is. It's as simple as that. Take it or fucking leave it. And anyways, it's just, so she comes in, she finally caves, comes in, pays for the soup. It's $210 for 10 bowls. She comes in and she's scoffing at it like she has to pay. It's like, do you not fucking understand we're in the middle of a pandemic, you stupid old bitch? Like, my fucking God, I cannot, the one thing that I cannot stand about people, especially during this pandemic, is how you can treat other people like shit, no matter what. It is just, it absolutely makes me furious when I see somebody who knows damn well that COVID-19 has rocked people hard financially, that is trying to make a deal with somebody because they don't want to pay the money. If you don't want to pay the money, don't fucking pay the money. It's as simple as that. It's as simple and as plain as that. Don't sit there and try to make a deal because you know these people need business. What kind of a piece of shit are you? Honestly, it's just, it's absolutely mind-boggling. 
And it just doesn't go just for the restaurant industry. It goes for anything. If you are somebody who works in the service industry, and trust me, I have talked to my barber, um, grocery people, anything like that. If you are the type of person to treat somebody that is lower than you because you make more money than them, you're a piece of garbage. It's as simple as that. Nobody, nobody on this earth, whether they work at McDonald's, Walmart, or they're a top executive of an oil company or a bank or anything like that, is better than anybody else. We are all equal. All equal. Is as simple as that. And you should treat people as the same. If you don't want to be treated like shit, don't treat people like shit. It's as simple as that. And as plain and uncut like that, I just it just drives me fucking bananas. Um so yeah, that's <laughs> that's my story. Um yeah, it's it's a weird, it's a weird time of year especially this year more than last just because with covid and everything like that but hopefully this time next year things will be having a little bit of a normalness to it um how what do you guys think are you guys for the masks are you against the masks um me personally i mean i just i don't care i just want this fucking thing to be over with um if i have to wear a mask in walmart now every time i go in that's fine um, just open the fucking gym uptown so I don't have to move across the city to fucking go to the gym. It's as simple as that. Um, I'm totally fine with a lot of the restrictions. I think some of it is a little goofy. Um, but at the same time, I I got to give people the benefit of the doubt, though, too. This is the first time anything like this has ever happened. Um, so, yeah, they're just kind of going as they're just... They're flying by the seat of their pants 100% because we don't have something to look back and go, oh, this is what they did 30 years ago. We don't have that. So we can't we can't really judge. Um, do I think Justin Trudeau is great as job? No, I think he fucking sucks. But at the same time, I'm not going to judge him because I don't know what I would be doing in that position. I don't. Um, I'd be freaking the fuck out. Is I know that. But I just... I'm not going to judge somebody on something that, in hindsight, in 30 years, can we say, yeah, we probably went a little bit overboard? 100%. I don't understand why I can't see my grandfather for Christmas, but I can go to fucking Walmart and fucking sit next to the girl who's 400 pounds sweating all over herself. I don't understand that. But at the same time, I'm not going to judge because I don't, I don't have all the facts. I'm not around this shit. 24 7 like these people are if you guys think about this right like we can kind of move on from our lives and kind of put it in not in the back of our minds and not think about it these people every day for the last fucking 10 months have had to do nothing but worry about this coronavirus so i'm not gonna really judge them i'm not gonna slam them i'm not gonna do any of that kind of stuff because i don't i don't know what i would be doing in if that case um wow 15 minutes i have ranting wow uh <laughs> um as we near kind of the end of this section of the program um i feel like this is probably the best time to make the announcement before i jump into um the latter half of the program which will be more wrestling based starting next saturday so that'll be december december what holy fuck john um that would be, I think, 
January 2nd. January 2nd. Um, we are going to be moving the Ambitious Hipster to that. And actually, it will be a name change as well. Um, we're going to be revamping. Um, just because I've actually been doing a lot lately. I've been so busy and I've been trying to commit to this because I really enjoy this because this gives me uh, so much stuff to talk about and just kind of a thing to let loose and just feel good. And I'm really, really enjoying it. But I also love professional wrestling. And this is the whole reason why I just want to start this podcast in the first place is to do a professional wrestling based podcast. I was going to do both. But my schedule has not allowed me to do both. So that meaning January 2nd, 2021 will be also the first podcast of the new year. But it will also be the debut episode of the Ambitious Hipster and Friends program. Where I will be sitting down, sometimes talking to guests. I will also be giving my thoughts of my week, just like I'm doing on this program now, but I'm also going to be doing something pretty cool. And at the latter end of the program, I will actually be switching over to a wrestling based program, which means I will be talking about this week in WWE, um, sometimes ROH and impact new Japan pro wrestling, definitely AEW and NXT. Um, I will be giving my thoughts on the results of the shows what I think about character development, and what I think need, pro wrestling needs, and what I like and what I dislike. I'm going to be off the cuff, but unbiased. I'm going to shoot straight with every company. Um, it's going to be something pretty cool and something neat. And I, I know that there's a lot of wrestling podcasts out there, but I think that what's going to bring mine to the table is that you're going to get something real out of me. Um, I've been a professional wrestling fan and I've actually done professional wrestling. Um, I've been a pro wrestling fan my entire life. I can tell you every WWE champion there ever was. I can tell you probably every important angle from 1988 to today. Um, so I do, well, I should, wouldn't say I do know what I'm talking about, but at the same time, I am very passionate about what I'm talking about. So I definitely hope you guys tune in. I definitely hope you guys like it. And uh, if you're here for the Ambitious Hipster, that's great. I love the support. If you're here for the wrestling program, which will be <laughs> which will be dubbed Wrestling with the Hipster, um, I love that too. And if you guys are here just for the entire program, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, I really appreciate that. So I'm going to send it to Taco the Wonder Dog here, and he's going to guide us into uh, the second program. Take it away, Taco. <laughs> All right. Welcome to Wrestling with the Hipster. A um, little bit of a taste of what you're going to get next Saturday. But let's get into uh, what we, what, what, whatever the fuck TLC was and whatever the fuck Monday Night Raw was. Um, for most part, I didn't mind TLC. Um, I really liked the Drew McIntyre match. I really liked the Roman Reigns match. Um, the Fiend, Bray Wyatt, and Randy Orton match was good. It left me on a cliffhanger of what, and I'm going to kind of get into what I think is going to happen with the Fiend here in a little bit. But hmm, I just, it left me realizing that there, there's a lot of problems in WWE. And I'm 
I'm going to be completely honest with you. I did not watch Monday Night Raw at all this week. I just couldn't. I couldn't. Um, and this is the main reason why, and I'll tell you, is because I don't care. I don't care about Monday Night Raw. I don't care about 90% of the people on Monday Night Raw. I could probably count on one hand the people that I'm actually interested in seeing on Monday Night Raw. Drew McIntyre, AJ Styles, The Fiend Bray Wyatt, Randy Orton, and that's probably it. The reason why is because nobody else feels like a big deal anymore. Nobody. And that's the issue. That's been the issue this entire time. I was watching a match between John Cena and Rey Mysterio. Um, probably, God, I can't even remember now when it was. It was it was the night that CM Punk returned and they did the champion versus champion angle uh, leading into SummerSlam. And I'm thinking to myself, wow, even those guys, even though Rey Mysterio is still on the roster, he felt like such a big deal back then compared to what he is now. It's just insane to think about. And the problem is, is the booking. The booking is so lopsided and so wishy-washy. It's bullshit. How many times have you seen Hulk Hogan lose? Ever. Not a lot. Same with Ric Flair. Same with any anybody that was a star in the 80s. Warrior. Andre. Jake the Snake. Ted DiBiase. All these guys. Do you know why they didn't listen? Are they why they didn't why they didn't cut? You know why they didn't lose? It's because they were fucking stars. That's why they drew money. You know why these people can't draw money anymore? It's because they're not fucking stars. I don't understand what WWE, what Vince McMahon does understand about this. To have, has he lost the ability to create a fucking star anymore? The only people that feel like stars even on SmackDown anymore are Roman Reigns. Nobody else. Nobody else feels like he's he, he, they're even in his league anymore. That's the issue. That has always been the issue. It's been the issue for the last five years. It's just been a steady decline all the every year. And you could see that in the ratings. I just don't understand why Vince McMahon doesn't understand this. You've been doing this for how long? 50 years? You think you'd get it down by now. And I'm not here to sit there and go off like some Mark who thinks he knows WWE's problems, because I don't. Maybe, but I, I, I... The issue is that I've been a wrestling fan for my entire life. I'm 32 years old. And if I'm not watching, I literally once... They used to dress in garbage bags and pretend I was Hulk Hogan and rip them because I loved wrestling that much. I remember I lived in a neighborhood where it was kind of like a cul-de-sac. And I would go over to my dad's friend's house with my dad and we watched Monday Night Raw. And at the end of the night, I would go home and I'd pretend I was Bret Hart <laughs> walking back to my house. And I would go and I'd wrestle with my little wrestling buddies. Um, teddy bears that I had, and I would reenact what I saw Bret Hart do. How many kids do you think today do that to with Roman Reigns, Drew McIntyre, AJ Styles, and so on and so forth? Probably not a lot. The issue is that the booking is just terrible. And the, also the issue is that titles mean nothing. They absolutely mean nothing anymore. The women's title is a complete and utter fucking joke. 
And I'm not saying that because it's a woman's title. I'm saying that because they've done nothing to make that title prestigious. The tag titles, both Raw and SmackDown, are jokes. Jokes. I just... <laughs> the Intercontinental in the U.S., when have they ever been... Well, have they been defended? When? When? Big E gets a title shot this Friday, but once in a couple months? How can you make a title that prestigious when it's only been defended once every two or three months? And just, it's forgotten about. It's completely forgotten about, and your champion loses most of the time. It's just, it's absolutely ridiculous. And this is what I would like, and if, in a perfect word of world, if Vince McMahon came up to me and said, hey, there, um, hipster, um, I want you to book WWE. This is what I would do. And maybe this isn't how you fix things, but it's a start. First of all, I'd have one world champion. And not just one world champion for Raw and SmackDown. I mean one world champion. Same with NXT. One NXT champion. I don't want a NXT UK champion, a NXT India champion, an NXT. And this is due with the NXT India thing. Um, that's regarding the rumors of NXT India debuting. I don't know if they're going to have that. But if they are, I don't want to see another NXT champion. Have one NXT champion that goes to all three brands and defends the title. It means it's more prestigious. And when somebody wins it, it means more. Same thing with the World Heavyweight Championship. Have the WWE Championship. That's all you need. And he goes back from Raw to SmackDown and he defends it. It's as simple as that. Then you only have one women's champion, one tag team champion, and you make those titles more prestigious because now you have more people going after them. You keep the Intercontinental title on SmackDown, you keep the US title on Raw, and you make them more prestigious because now your upper mid-card champions have something to fight over. And you elevate everybody else that is fighting for that fucking title. It's as simple as that. It's booking 101. Is it not? Is that not what the whole goal of professional wrestling is? Is to have be a champion? Because if it isn't, I'm fucking missing something then, am I? Because I don't... Last time I, 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 last time I watched professional wrestling and when I first got into it, that was the goal, to be a champion, was it not? Jesus, tap dancing, Christ. Um, my thoughts on the Randy Orton, Fiend, Bray Wyatt uh, feud is I don't mind it. Um, I'm a huge Bray Wyatt fan. I'm, I'm loving the Fiend. Um, I do think, though, that this is what's going to lead into Bray Wyatt winning the Royal Rumble. And I'm calling that now. Bray Wyatt is going to win the 2021 Royal Rumble. And he's going to face Roman Reigns at WrestleMania for the Universal Championship. A championship, A, he technically never really lost because he wasn't pinned. And, B, the reason why I think he moved to Raw is to get him away from Roman Reigns. Because, obviously, that would have been the most logical feud. Um, they have a huge story, built-in story. Um, and I think that's who Roman Reigns is facing. I also think that Drew McIntyre is obviously facing Sheamus for the World Championship at WrestleMania. Am I wrong? I'm not sure, but I, that's exactly what I think. Um, and yeah, I mean, who knows? I mean, with these these ratings going down and USA being upset about the ratings and Vince McMahon and he's promising more edgier content, 
The content doesn't need to be edgier. The storytelling just needs to be better. It's as simple as that. I don't mind it being PG. I don't mind it. But the problem is, is this. Whether you have it edgy or whether you have it PG or whatever, you need to make things mean more again. And the problem is, is that these gimmick matches, some of them are the problem, is that I remember in 1995, if somebody went through a table, it was a big deal. Now, if you go through a table, it's 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 nothing. Same thing if you're you're pilmanized. If somebody pilmanizes you with a chair, it's it's just no big deal. You're back there the next week. When did these things that were, you know, injury angles that took you out of the game for three, four, five, six weeks? turn into, oh, I'll be back next week. I guess we got to add some realism to them. Yeah, 100%. But at the same time, professional wrestling, everybody knows, is scripted. So if we're if we're adding realism to it, then, I mean, <laughs> should we not just be fucking fighting then? Like, for real? Like, let's just bring it back to basics, guys. Let's make heels mean something. Let's make baby faces mean something. Let's make titles mean something. Let's mean... Make these gimmick matches actually mean something and give them a story. That's all. It's 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 as simple as that. Bring it back to basics, and then you know what? Wow, you'll 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 see that the, the fans will start to come back. Um, and don't get me wrong, AEW is not exempt from this at all. AEW, and I'll get into this next Saturday. Um, AEW has a lot of problems too, so they're not they're not exempt from this you know the one example i will say um shows great professional wrestling and great realism is new japan pro wrestling when have you ever seen a garbage barbed wire tables and ladders and stuff like that match in new japan pro wrestling you don't you see gritty king of strong style or sorry just strong style um matchups and it adds realism to him and you just you have this feel that these people are actually going in there to beat the shit out of each other because they want to be world champion or they want to be a champion and they have way too many titles um that's another rant for another time um but they have way too many titles as well but at least those titles actually mean something and the one thing I can't stand, the one thing I can't stand about professional wrestling now is nothing means anything anymore. These matches are just just for the sake of it. I mean, fuck sakes, last Friday you had Otis beating Shinsuke Nakamura. A man who has won the Royal Rumble, the NXT Championship, has won the Intercontinental, the US, and Tag Team Championships, is beaten in four minutes or three minutes by basically a prim, like a curtain jerker wrestler. I mean, it's just, it's absolutely, he's treated like he's a nothing. Five years ago, this man was one of the biggest stars in professional wrestling, and now he is so underused. It is just, it's a crime what they've done with him. And I don't understand why he resigned and he decided he must really fucking love surfing because me, per, or, the, or the money is just amazing. Me personally, I don't know. I understand that not everybody's meant to be world champion, but Shinsuke Nakamura was world championship material. 
There's no reason why that man should not be in the top of the mix. He is a great wrestler. He's got charisma for days. And he could earn you a lot of money if you just give him a fucking chance. Absolutely pathetic. Dog shit booking. Way just dog shit booking. Um, but that's going to do it for today. Um, a little taste of what you're going to get next Saturday January 2nd, 2021. I am the ambitious hipster, John Warren. i uh, telling you, peace, love, have a great Christmas, and uh, take care of yourself, guys. Bye-bye.